Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the HMNI Fanzine Podcast. Uh, in this episode, Gus and I interviewed Drew Stark. If you're from Buffalo, you probably, and you know hardcore, you know who Drew Stark is. Drew has been in bands such as Malfunction, Wildside, Trail of Lies, Candy, um, amongst other bands. Uh, one of the cool things about Drew is that he plays a bunch of different instruments. He plays drums, he plays bass, he plays guitar, he's sung in a band. Um, he's uh, definitely one, uh, uh, definitely a great talent in the scene in general. Um, Drew also does artwork for bands, and he recently uh, recorded and mixed a demo of a band called Exhibition. Exhibition is a band that contains members of Clear Focus and The Elite. Uh, we talked to Drew about hardcore, being in bands, doing bangs, stuff like that. Uh, if you want to uh, follow Drew online or on Instagram, his Instagram handle is MyConcreteUSA. So if you want to reach out to him there, if he's into that, you know, reach out to him there. Um, as always, the podcast is sponsored by Press Gang Records. If you go to pressgangrecordsus.limitedrun.com and you buy something, you put in the promo code, hello, my name is. You buy something, put in the promo code, hello, my name is, you get 10% off of your order. So check out Press Gang Records. Uh, Press Gang Records put out records from Old Ghost, Longest War, Wrong the Oppressor, amongst others. Uh, so check out Press Gang Records. And without further ado, here is Drew Stark. Welcome to the 28th episode of the HMNI Fanzine Podcast. Rolls right off the tongue, right? <laughs> I'm here with uh, Gus, my, uh, my partner and co-host, and I'm here with Drew Stark. Say hi, Drew. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. Thanks for having me. Cool. Drew's in, in uh, some bands around hardcore these days. Uh most notably, Candy, Wildside, and some others. We'll get into all that later. But first, let's ask Drew how he got into hardcore. Where'd you find it? Uh, <laughs> that's such a long, convoluted story that's probably pretty boring. But well, I, give us I, the I, highlights. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, I, I, I guess where it kind of started was through skateboarding, learning how you know learning how to skate at a young age, seven or eight years old. And I remember I was at a friend's house the year that the first full-length DC video came out. I want to say it was 2003. Mm -hmm. So he bought it that year. And I, rem I remember hearing, hearing a song in that video that uh, Greg Myers was skating to. It ended up being Strong Reaction by Pegboy. Mm -hmm. And that was... I And I didn't... I didn't even learn what the song was till years later, but that was 
But that was the first time I heard the sound of, you know, punk music and recognized it as something different. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of, I don't know, that, that kind of was my gateway into trying to find stuff out. And I think, yeah, and, I, and when I heard that, I didn't even recognize it as, you know, punk or anything. I was just like, oh, I like this sound. And what I, what I liked about the sound was it sounded like something that I myself could create. Mm-hmm. So, and then fast forward to years later when I was learning how to play guitar, I was taking lessons from Carl, who played guitar in Eternal Torment, and I think was... I think he might have said he was briefly in Zero Tolerance. You could fact check me on that. Okay. Or maybe he was just friends with them. I don't know. Yeah. But he he turned me on to a lot of stuff. So he turned me on to a lot of metal and crossover, DRI, corrosion and conformity, chromags, stuff like that. So I started getting into heavier stuff that way. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, around this time I was probably... 13 years old because I remember uh, I started taking lessons from him Mm -hmm. probably two years after I started playing guitar which was at age 11 so he showed me a lot of cool stuff and I was really fortunate to have you know somebody older who's been around and knew a lot of stuff to kind of show me the way how'd you find him um he actually taught at at a uh, guitar lesson studio in Williamsville. Okay. And that's where I started taking lessons. And he quit there, but I I think I had started taking lessons from him right before he quit. And he and he kind of saw that I was interested in more extreme music. So he actually called my mom's cell phone and said, "Hey, I want to." <laughs> I want to teach your son privately at my house for like you know cheaper than what you'd pay this place. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, he was just giving me lessons out of his house in uh, South Buffalo around that time. Was your mom freaked out by that at all? No, she loved him. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't. I mean, she'd met him and talked to him yeah. a lot of times, so it wasn't. It wasn't a weird thing, you yeah. know, whatsoever. That's cool. Yeah. So you play, I mean, you play, you play guitar, you play mm-hmm. drums. When did you start playing drums? Um, it was it was around the time I started playing guitar. I, I didn't have a real band or anything around that time. Yeah. But me and uh, these two brothers on my street would get together in their basement and jam. And, you know, the one brother had a drum set. The other brother knew how to play guitar and... I actually started playing bass Mm -hmm. that way. So we would jam us three and just play like, you know, cover songs. We would, we never played a real show, but we did, we did crash an open mic one time. Yeah. Which was, which was pretty funny because, you know, it was like, we were 12 and we were were playing, you know, the Ramones song about sniffing glue and like, you know, whatever. (laughs) So it was, it was, it was a funny time, but, um, when when we would get in their basement and jam, I would I would just mess around on the drums until I could until I could kind of form something cohesive with mm-hmm. what I was playing. And uh I don't know, I, I like doing it. I liked like the physical the physical aspect of it. It's it was a lot more 
Mm-hmm. It was a lot more physically demanding than playing guitar, which felt more rewarding when I was able to, you know, mm-hmm. actually play something. So mm-hmm. that that kind of started my interest in drumming, and I didn't get a drum set till probably four years later. But you know, I would just play them whenever I could. Yeah. So, um, okay, so you're playing guitar and drums. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start your first real band? Like a band that played a show? Uh, I would say my first real band was Better Times. Oh, really? Yep. It was, I kind of knew Will Franger mm-hmm. in passing, and, you know, we weren't really... We weren't really friends at that time, but whenever we saw each other, we would talk. You know, I would go see his old band, No Love Lost, Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And we were running into each other, and we would, like, you know, start conversations. You know, I I mentioned to him that, you know, I was trying to start a band. He goes, oh, I didn't know you played anything. What do you play? I said, oh, I play, like, you know, guitar and drums, Mm -hmm. whatever. And he made a comment to me about, you know, drummers not being easy to find or whatever. It's true. (laughs) And, And at the time, Mike... Mike Hansen from Pentimenta was drumming in Better Times, mm-hmm. and there was a there was a show they had lined up, and I think he had other obligations, and you know couldn't do it. So Will reached out to me and asked me to fill in for that show, mm-hmm. and you know I was probably sixteen at the time, mm-hmm. so I, I, I was pretty excited about that because you know it was it was cool, like you know getting to play hardcore with older guys yeah and it was it was a bit like intimidating for me too because mike's a really fucking good drummer mm-hmm. and i was i mean i still kind of am a hack but you know it's <laughs> stop but that. but at the, but at the time yeah but, but at the time i was you know uh, uh i don't know I, I was i was a novice yeah so yeah so i i played that show with them and ended up Playing a couple more shows after that, and uh, got asked to be in the band, and so that was how I met, you know, Frank and Cody and Jason mm-hmm. and all them. Did you play in any Better Times recordings? Yes, everything besides the demo. I played drums on. Okay. Yep. I wasn't aware. I remember when I think of Better Times, I just think of Frank, and that's like all I remember, I guess. Yeah, he he had a very uh, <laughs> commanding. Definitely. You know, voice and presence. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So after Better Times, was Malfunction after Better Times? It was at the same time. Same time? It was, I want to say, I want to say a few months after I started playing with Better Times, I got asked to play with Malfunction. Mm-hmm. Because their demo was written, but they didn't have a drummer, or they didn't want to play with whoever they were drumming with at that time. Okay. So the demo songs were written, and uh, it happened that they were, you know, practicing in Williamsville at the time, which was where I lived. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I could just, you know, go right over and play with them. So we practiced a few times, recorded the first iteration of the demo, which I think was pulled from the internet maybe (laughs) two or three weeks after the release. (laughs) Ain't that good, huh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we had to keep it a secret. So, so yeah, we pulled that down and then went to, I forget what studio it was, but we went into a real studio to record the second version Mm -hmm. of that demo. And that sounded a lot more, you know, Mm -hmm. polished than, you know, recording 
in a garage with with mics like the one in front of me. <laughs> so it was, so it was, you know, it, it was it was kind of uh, it was my first experience really going into a studio and uh, you know actually making a somewhat somewhat cohesive recording. Yeah, and that was. Yeah, that was my first experience doing that, which was the Malfunction demo. Okay. So, Malfunction demo comes out. What did Mal- Malfunction put out? A demo. We was had, there a 7-inch? Yeah, it was... Uh, on Reaper, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did a 7-inch on Reaper. And mm-hmm. uh, there was something before that I'm trying to remember. I think... Oh, you, you know what? It was just we did a comp track. Okay. Somewhere in the middle of those two, but yeah, and then we got we got Will in the band playing guitar. Yeah, which uh, before it was Carl, Carl Morris, Aaron Barone, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember where the lineup kind of shifted in that. I think I think both of them quit, mm-hmm. and then we got Will in yeah. to play guitar, and he. I'd been jamming with him previously before we wrote the 7-inch, and it was going to be... Some of those songs that are on the 7-inch were going to be songs for another band, which didn't come to fruition. So he had those ideas, and then when he started playing with us, they became Malfunction songs, and that's that's what became the Malfunction 7-inch. Okay. So Malfunction 7-inch comes out. What did that come out on? What what label? Reaper. 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 Yep. Did the full-length also come out Reaper? Uh, no, that was on Bridge 9. That's right. Yep. I knew that. Um, so, Malfunction's a band. Was that, your, that was the, was that, the, did Better Times tour at all? Uh, we did, like, weekends, but nothing, nothing extensive. But Malfunction toured pretty extensively, we would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was my first time doing you know, any, anything longer than I would say, you know, fuck like three or four days. Yeah. So, did Malfunction go to the West Coast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Several times. Yeah. My, my first U.S. tour with them, I want to say was 2013. Mm -hmm. I was, I was either 18 or had just turned 19. Yeah. And, you know, we... We were just excited to go on tour, so we we went out with. Shit. Usually, I'm good with details, but this is yeah. Black, Black Ice from Iowa was the yeah. band that we went out with, and mm-hmm. and you know it, it it was cool. Just we were excited to do our first, you know, West Coast tour, our first time, mm-hmm. our ter- first time, you know, driving across the country to play. So that was cool, and. Uh, as exciting of an experience it was, you know, we obviously didn't know anything about it, so we agreed to, you know, I mean, nothing was, nothing was agreed on beforehand, and, you know, it was just kind of, we showed up, and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever happened, happened, and uh, some nights it was good, some nights, some nights it was bad, you know, yeah. but it just kind of is what it is, but when, when we got to California, we, uh, our friend's band, Harness, mm-hmm. was playing their last three or four shows, I think, with Minus and Downpressor, and that happened to be on the same routing as our tour, so we were able to play those shows. Yeah. 
So it was it was very cool getting to you know play in California for the first time with three very notable you know modern California bands. Yeah. So okay, so that what time frame is that in as far as the band like that tour? That was that was after our seven inch came out. Okay. You know, because after the seven inch came out, there were a couple tours that happened. Mm-hmm. But you know, nothing longer than nothing longer than I would say a week, week and a half. Okay. You know, and and at the time, I wasn't I wasn't always able to you know kind of go out and do tours. So the 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 first. The first tour longer than a weekend was with Foundation, Criminal Instinct, and Outcrowd, which was around, which was around the Syracuse New Year's Day matinee mm-hmm. that happened. Twenty thirteen, I think, and that was that was the last one that happened. Until this year. Until this year, Until this year <laughs> yes. That's surprising. I figure. I, f- I feel like they have this all the time, but I guess it's been six. Well, six years, yeah, or seven years. Yeah, six. I, it's been six. Yeah. Yeah. Six. I mean, it, it it happened every year, yeah. But I, I don't know the story or anything, but yeah. yeah. But it's back. But it's back. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so for I mean, I guess to clarify, you played drums in Malfunction. I did. Yes. Yeah. So you know, because you play guitar. Yeah. So. I was I, I I was the resident drummer for. A few bands? A few bands, yeah. <laughs> well, what other bands were you in at the same time as Malfunction? Um, I was in I was in Tied Down, which was kind of a Better Times yeah. side band, mm-hmm. where uh, we wanted Jason to sing because we were we were all fans of the bands he previously sang in. You know, mm. I, some of my first some of my first hardcore shows, you know. Our times and mental wreck, you know, those bands would play. Mm-hmm. So that that was cool. I was it was it was pretty cool to me to be in a band that Jason was fronting. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was it was kind of the same idea, but a little more uh, leaner and meaner. Mm-hmm. Some would say. Yeah. So, yeah, Cody played bass, and uh, Artie Valone played guitar. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of fast, straight-edge hardcore. Yeah. You know, right down the middle. Cool, cool. Were there other bands around that time? Um, nothing that I can think of. If there was, if there was, it's nothing that ever really came to fruition. Okay. So, Malfunction, I think I remember... You guys had guys from here, but then I think at the end you like it was you and Zach, and that was yep. it was a bunch and a bunch of other dudes. Yep. How did that happen? Like, why did people? <laughs> or if like, if you if everyone like kind of quit, why did you guys keep going with the band with like other people? I guess. Well, in about 2014, Will Will stepped down from touring mm-hmm. with the band. He didn't quit the band, but he stepped down from touring to kind of focus on working and, you know, just, you know, you know, real life stuff where all of us were just kind of like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Life, who cares? So, so we, we were, we were about to, I don't remember if we were about to record or about to 
do whatever with the LP. But yeah, Will stepped down from touring, and uh, we would we would go down to Richmond a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, we would you know play Richmond shows, play United Blood, whatever. Yeah. And that you know through that we met a lot of people in Richmond. Mm-hmm. So Michael and Cody both joined both joined the band at some point through through filling in and then you know eventually when we needed a spot to be filled from a, a member who quit or yeah. whatever they were you know first on our list of who to ask and then JD from Syracuse Watertown yeah he he sang in Tolerate and you know we played a lot of shows with them we were good friends with them He'd filled in for us on guitar. He'd filled in for us on drums. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was it was the three people in the band who, when we needed those positions filled, yeah, made sense to ask them. Okay, so um, of course, malfunction breaks up. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> what is is uh, what about uh, what's the what's the band you sang in that was, which. Oh, New Vision? New Vision, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For some reason I'm thinking Red Vision, but New Vision, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's what time when was when was New Vision? Was um, that still around? No, we're not still a band. I mean, was that still around the uh sorry I was saying, was that still around the malfunction time? Yeah, um So the deal with that was we kind of we had a band with a very similar lineup that played one show. Yeah. I don't even think we had a name. Mm-hmm. But we we played a, we played a show that was all local bands, and uh, we never recorded a demo or anything, and uh, it was just kind of it was it was weird. It was it was like a concept of a band, yeah, that sort of had songs and played a show, but then you know then we never even practiced again. Nothing, whatever. I don't even know if I wrote lyrics. Like it yeah, was, it was fucked, man. So. So fast forward about a year, I was I was hanging out with Zach one day and he goes he goes, Oh, I'm going to practice with my new band and I was like, Oh, you know, ears perked up. Yeah. And uh it was it was Zach on bass, Will Franger on guitar, and Sean Martin on drums. Yeah. And uh was there a second guitar player at the time? Yeah, Bo from Canada from Easy Way Out, Sabotage. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, I was like, well, I'll I'll just you know go with you because I was friends with everybody. Yeah. So I went to the practice and I thought the songs were really good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was just kind of like talking to them. I was like, I was like, oh, so you know, who's your singer? With with no ulterior motives. <laughs> Fair enough. But but it was you know. Then they said, oh, we don't have a singer. Yeah. So I said, well, well, if you're into the idea. And, you know, and they, they kind of laughed because, you know, we'd done a band before that was yeah basically the same lineup. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we laughed about it for a second and then they said, okay. So they, uh, we practiced a few more times, mm-hmm. played a show. Yeah. And then... And then the rest of the band went without me to Welland to record mm-hmm. seven songs, I think, five of which became the demo. Yeah. And then the other two, 
We put out the other two in some capacity, but I can't remember what. Okay. But yeah, no, those seven songs, and we just kind of played a few shows. I don't know if we ever really played out of town. Actually, yes, we played Toronto twice, played Richmond once. Yeah. And Boston for Edge Day 2015, maybe. Okay. And maybe four or five Buffalo shows, and I think, you know... That was kind of it. We never, we never like broke up or played the last show or anything. It just kind of fizzled out. Yeah, which does happen with bands. Yeah, we actually did play a last show, but years later, and it was just a thing where we were asked to, and I said, "That was at the firm, right?" Yeah, that was at the firm. Yeah, uh, Brett, Brett asked us to play a last show, and my yeah. initial response was, "Damn, that's what you want? Like, <laughs> like, like, like that's what you want in your show?" <laughs> but. It was it, it was fun. It was fun getting to play those songs again. Cool, very cool. So, um, so new vision is during malfunction. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, it was yeah. it it was the same time. Yeah, uh, we put our demo out twenty fourteen. Okay, and I think existed into like early twenty sixteen, maybe. Okay, so when what's when does malfunctions break up? Well, I had actually quit the band mm-hmm. before they broke up okay and uh i i want to say i quit the band like very early 2016 like winter 2015 2016 yeah and then they got steve from new jersey who plays drums in candy now Mm -hmm. to be the drummer he'd filled in for me for a couple tours i couldn't do yeah you know whatever so they, they were they were tight with him and uh and then he joined the band, and I don't I don't know the chain of events that led to the breakup. Yeah. Um, but I think it was more so that that everybody in the band was kind of searching for searching for a different sound and kind of you know over playing those songs, and they were and they f- and I and I had kind of felt this before I quit the band, which is. Mm. Not the sole reason why I quit, but it definitely was a contributing factor. Yeah. Was that I felt we'd kind of plateaued and were in this, like, hole of, like, you know, this is this is kind of the realm we exist in, and yeah. I don't know how much more we can do with it. Okay. So, Malfunction breaks up. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a band at that point? Um, I don't know. I'm segueing to Modern Problems. Because <laughs> Modern Problems happens after Malfunction breaks up, right? Uh, I think that, I think Modern Problems was done before Malfunction broke up. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... Yeah, we're 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 backtracking a bit here because I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of skipping around, but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think Modern Problems was done before then. Yeah, Modern Problems. Uh, so when did Modern Problems start? Uh, fifteen, twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that started just just me and Jeremy, really. Yeah, he. How did that start, you know, because Jeremy is of advanced age like me, and you're a younger guy. Yeah. How do you guys collab, like, how does that that happen? Well, I think he, I think he made a post on Facebook, which is, you know, 
Yeah. The modern day newspaper classifieds. <laughs> yeah. And he he had said something like, "Hey, I'm looking to start a band that sounds like." Uniform Choice, Minor Threat, Ignite, whatever yeah. he said. I have some songs, whatever. And I said, okay, those are bands that I all like. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, Jeremy was a guy who's been in a lot of bands, you know. Older so guy, has... I, 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 respe- I respected, you know, yeah. his, his output. And I was just like, you know what, this could be pretty cool. So I responded to it. Mm-hmm. And he hit me up. He said, "He said, okay, like you know, I've got these songs. Like, do you want to play drums?" I said, "Sure." So that started, and uh, you know, pretty quickly we got we got Jason in on it. He, yeah, he started playing guitar in the band, and uh, yeah, it was it was cool, man. Like those yeah. so, those songs were cool. We we didn't really do a lot as a band, yeah. But you know, we we recorded a fair amount for how like the amount of time that we were together. As Jeremy does. Yeah. yeah, no, no. He's a very, very uh, prolific songwriter. Yeah, I think tuning second LP. Yeah. So. Holy shit, really? Yeah, I think they're either recording or they just finished recording or something. Like, Yeah, no, they did record it because he they sent did. it to me. So, Jesus yeah, tuning's got two LPs worth of stuff. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, he's he's always he's yeah. always cranking it out, man. Definitely is. So, okay, so... Let's let's put malfunction and modern problems and all the other stuff behind us. Mm-hmm. What's after that? Um, I think around that time I'd started playing guitar in Wildside. Okay. Which I'd I'd filled in for them before. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they they had their other they had their other guitar player before me, Donnie. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was. I, I, I don't know, you know, the situation in which he left the band, but I think it was just kind of, they were all friends, but it wasn't working out, like, mm-hmm. on, a, like a, on an operating level. Yeah. So, so I was, I was asked to play some shows with them in 2016, which kind of just, like, led to me being in the band. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. Like, I mean, I'm, like, I still play with Wildside. Yeah, but it was I. I really liked the songs, and they were all good yeah. friends of mine. So it was, it just kind of made sense. Yeah. And uh, oh, actually, you know what? I was also still playing drums in Ancient Heads at that time. Oh yeah, I saw Ancient Heads at the sh- at Sugar City. Were you? Did you were you playing with them at Sugar City when they played? No, that was that was actually the first weekend that I started playing shows with them. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, but at, at the time, Shane who. Uh, who drums in Wildside now mm-hmm. was uh, was Ancient Heads drummer. Yeah, and it was it was a weird sort of situation to how I ended up playing with them mm-hmm. because Brandon, who who sings in Wildside, played played guitar in Ancient Heads at the time. Yeah, it was Brandon, Matt LaForge on other guitar, Emmett who plays lead guitar in Wildside on bass, and then. Nate Simpson. Okay. So, I think I think sh- they were doing a weekend which Shane couldn't do, and Brandon was going to play drums, but he hurt his foot at work, or you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly the situation, but that happened, and uh, he he texted me and goes, 
this was maybe like two days before they were supposed to leave or the day before. He texted me and goes, hey, do you know how to drum any ancient head songs? <laughs> and I said, I said, for what? He said, for four shows that start tomorrow. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'll, I'll do my best, you know, so, like yeah. send me a set list, whatever. Yeah. So he did. And uh, Nate and uh, LaForge drove down from Toronto to Buffalo that mm. night. We practiced at 1 a.m. in a warehouse in North Tonawanda. Yeah. And then we packed all our stuff up and immediately drove to New York City and played at the Akron to five people and two rats. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's crazy. So, um, that's nuts. So, okay, so you're in Wildside. Um, there's there's a lot there's a lot of overlap in uh, yeah, in this in this whole timeline if you yeah. haven't realized yet. <laughs> yeah. So when do you okay? Let's. Are you still on the Trail of Lies? Yes. Okay. So how did you end up with Trail of Lies? Playing on Trail of Lies. It's the same way I've ended up in every <laughs> band, man. They asked me to fill in, and then I just end up. Then one day I wake up and I'm in the band. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. You know? Yeah, no, I mean they're 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 all good friends of mine, and it was just yeah, it was just fun playing with them. And their guitar player at the time couldn't couldn't really do any shows with them because he just had a kid. So yeah, he couldn't he couldn't do any out of town shows. Let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. And um, so they asked me to play a show in New York with them. Yeah, you know, I went filled in filled in for a few shows, and then. It just kind of became an unspoken agreement that I was in the band. Fair enough. Yeah, which 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 was cool, but yeah, I mean, you know, the stuff that we do now is pretty sporadic, but you know, it was yeah, it, it's it's always a lot of fun being in that band. I mean, last year we went to Australia and Japan, which was a lot of fun. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, that's you know, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm I'm just a hired gun for them, really, but it was, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a lot of fun playing with them. That's awesome. So, like, okay, so Trail of Lies goes to Australia. Mm-hmm. Do do kids down there know Trail of Lies songs? Yeah, yeah. Really, that's crazy. The world yeah. is just nuts. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's crazy to think about that from, you know, the original incarnation of yeah. Trail of Lies, which was maybe like two thousand nine. Yeah, and it was you know a band that played a few shows and kind of fizzled out. Yeah, and then they had. Uh, and they had a rebirth. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was funny playing songs down there from like the first demo and, you know, seeing kids like sing along to it. Same thing in That's Japan. Crazy. Same thing in Japan, man. It was crazy. That's nuts. It's just freaking worldwide hardcore, man. It's it, just it's the, just crazy. The internet gives you access to like everything. So I, I, I shouldn't say that it's I shouldn't say that it's insane, but you know, it's cause everything is so accessible on the internet. Yeah. It's really a different world than when we were coming up. Yeah. Getting tapes in the mail and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and pen pals. <laughs> Can't relate, man. Can't relate. <laughs> okay, so let's get to um, Candy. Okay. Are we missing any other bands? Yeah. Are there other bands we got to mention that you're that that you were in that I'm not I'm not thinking of? Dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> Even, like at this point, I, I'm probably leaving something out, but yeah, I. It's all good. 
that band that played uh, that uh, Ikulu Candy Abuse of Power show in Buffalo. Big School. Yeah, what's that yeah. band all about? Um, that band started. Um, that's like a total like Welland like rock band. Yeah. And uh, my friends Cody and Mitch started it, and mm-hmm. uh, originally they had they had Ross Ross Miller, who's a who's a notable Southern Ontario musician. They yeah. they, they had him playing drums at the time mm-hmm. for their first release, which was like a three song thing. It was it was pretty cool, and yeah. then he got busy and quit, mm-hmm. and it was at that point that I was asked to play drums for them. Cool. So are you still in that band? Yep, yep. Okay. We've done, we've done, that's actually the band I'm in that has the most songs and has played the least shows. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just because, you know, we, we're, you know, busy with, busy with a lot of other stuff and that's just kind of a thing that we're doing mm-hmm. for fun, which is kind of makes like writing and recording very, you know, yeah. like a fun thing, no pressure. and It's cool, but no, I, I, I mean, you know. Cody, Mitch, Riley, all my great friends, and it's just, it's it's a lot of fun doing that band. You know, I, I like the songs a lot. I yeah. like I like getting to play drums in, uh, you know, I like playing music in a capacity that's outside kind of what I'm most yeah known for, I guess. So okay, let's just ask this dumb like interview question. Mm-hmm. What instrument do you enjoy better, guitar or drums? I it it's I I can't answer that man. Yeah. It's 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 too different. I mean I like I I like playing it all, man. Yeah. You know, it's if if I if I enjoyed one vastly more than the other, I think I would focus more on one yeah. thing than makes sense. You know. Yeah, definitely makes sense. Okay, so let's talk about candy. Mm-hmm. When and where does candy start? The idea of candy was around I want to say it was before Malfunction broke up. Okay. And our other our lead guitar player Michael had three or four songs which were which like at the time kind of didn't fit into the mold of any of the bands we were doing like Malfunction, he was in Lost Souls at the time too. Mhm. And he he made these like you know garage band demos with electronic drums. He still makes he still writes songs this way. Yeah. By the way, but you know, this was this was kind of my first glimpse into you know hearing his songwriting ability. Yeah. And yeah, he he sent us these demos, which you know it was a insane like distorted guitar straight into his computer. With these like pounding like electronic like drums, yeah, and it would it sounded so crazy. It was it it almost didn't sound like hardcore. It sounded yeah. like you know, it it sounded like a weird like like Godflesh demo or something. Yeah. And it was it was it was cool though. It was it was very cool. And and I heard these songs. He didn't send them to me. He sent them to Zach mm-hmm. because. I I think this was after I'd quit Malfunction, but they were still a band. Yeah. And he he showed them to me one day when we were hanging out and I told him I was like I was like, dude, these can't be Malfunction songs. Like if you guys want to do these songs, you gotta do like a new band and yeah. and he said, you know, that's kind of the idea. 
So I told him I was like I was like I've you know I'd love to I'd love to play guitar in something mm. like this because I think they were at the time set on having Steve play drums, which was a smart idea because he's an, an incredible drummer. Mm-hmm. And he said he said okay cool like like I'll I'll talk to him and Wildside played a show with Malfunction uh, in Montreal. like a month or two later Mm -hmm. so michael came up to me and he was like he was like hey you know i like i heard you like the songs and you want to you know play in this if it becomes something i said yeah definitely Mm -hmm. so he goes okay cool i'll keep you in the loop and a couple months go by and nothing really happens or i mean he's he's you know kind of working on ideas at this time Mm -hmm. i think malfunction breaks up and then they said like okay you know let's do this band so you know Er, Zach was still living in Buffalo at the time, so Michael and Cody, our first bass player, drove up, and uh, we practiced for a couple days in Buffalo, and and it was awesome, you know, like hearing the songs really come to life, and it was it was cool. It was it it just blended a lot of influences that we you know that we really wanted to like include in our music, but didn't feel fit into any of the bands we were doing at the time mm-hmm. so that that was cool we we practiced a bit um i can't remember if we played a show before we no we didn't play a show before we had a demo mm-hmm. we we went we went to richmond recorded our demo it was kind of just like a like a one shot like all right like here it goes you know like because at, at the time lo- looking back on it the demo is not that insane or like experimental sounding but at the time we were just like we we're like ah people might might not like this but, but we were just like you know it's it, it was it was whatever to us because you know it was it was a band that we wanted to do and it yeah. was you know we were we were creating songs from like you know influences that we always wanted to bring into our music yeah so like what were some of those influences uh like japanese like burning spirits type hardcore you know more a lot more, you know, metal, industrial, you know, definitely a big, especially later, big, you know, Godflesh, Napalm Death influence, um, you know, like Swedish hardcore, just, just a, a lot more, a lot more extreme and, you know, primitive influences than we, than we were kind of, you know, well, definitely, yeah, definitely. Shows up in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, it's yeah. It's it was at the time we we didn't feel like we could draw influences from that mm-hmm. kind of stuff in the bands we were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, we we put the demo out and uh, and I think I think it went over pretty well. Yeah. I I I can't really tell because I mean. It wasn't that long. It was like two and a half years ago, maybe, but yeah. it was. It feels like a very long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, we played our first show about a week later in Richmond. It was a United Blood after show with Criminal Instinct and Brace War, mm-hmm. I believe. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool first show because I mean we got to, you know, support two good bands who, who draw a lot, and it yeah. was it was kind of. It was kind of an added buzz for it being, you know, an after show for a fest. So, yeah. so that so that was a lot of fun. And you know, was that the show? Was that the show where you guys were all wearing the white pants? 
No, no, that, that was the next year. Yeah. That was the next year at United Blood. Yeah. <laughs> same, same idea, but, but a year later. Fair enough. You know, I see so many videos and stuff. It all kind of like blends together. Yeah. So I still got those pants. <laughs> What's like? Okay, I know a lot of people talk about that. Like your whole band's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like you know the the design of like your merch and your records. Like who's like who's behind all that stuff? Like if you can describe like kind of what you're going for. Um. Well, a, a lot of our stuff is designed. You know. By Michael, mm-hmm. or you know, Zach has Zach has a pretty good hand in in a lot of the ideas, and, yeah. you know, design execution too. And uh, a lot of it, I I've ne- I've never I've never really thought too too hard about this, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of you know answering where it comes from. But a, a lot of it is just drawn from you know, early 90s, you know, Manchester kind of, you know, like, like, like dance music scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was, it, it was something that, it was something that, uh, Michael said to me when the band was starting. Because mm-hmm. or, originally we wanted to, we wanted to, you know, not, we, we didn't want to cater to things that, you know, generally would make, that generally would make like a hardcore band, you know fall into so and so whatever and um he 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 texted me one day and said you know what like i realized that hardcore is just dance music yeah and you know when he said that a a lot of stuff kind of clicked with me and then you know Mm -hmm. we we get a lot of ideas from those bands you know primal screams yeah stone roses Mm-hmm. things like that I mean like at least lyrically and visually not so much sonically yeah. but you know a, a lot of that is is taken from that and, you know we we also just like to hire artists that we're fans of and cool yeah speaking of art I remember uh, I think on uh, having you drawn a few like demo covers for certain bands around here yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do I'll do you know visual art layout kind of stuff, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, every every once in a while, somebody will you know hit me up and say, "Hey, can you can you do this for me?" And I'll yeah. say I'll say all right, and then I'll take way too long to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I've I feel uh, yeah, a few bands around here have. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've I just remember seeing it. I think did Clear Focus ask you or Selective Aggression maybe? Um, had yeah. you draw something? Clear, Clear Focus has asked me to you know do do a few things, whether it be like you know a shirt design or you yeah. know like art for like a digital release or something or yeah. like a cassette tape layout stuff yeah. like that. They did they did a seven inch in which they hired a, a real artist <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, and that that ended up looking pretty cool, but cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not I'm not too much of a too much of an illustrator. Okay. But if somebody you know is wants to say hey you know put put a put a few images together and make them look cool, I'll say all right. You know? Fair enough. Do you think you've gotten? I know because you know you talk about the influences mm-hmm. of your band. Do you think you've gotten any? Or I mean, you know if you've gotten any shit about it. 
like from people like any people like you know yeah say you can't do that or why are you doing that or that's kind of stupid or anything yeah like that. Oh, of, of course i mean you yeah. know every, every time you try every every time you try something mm-hmm. that's you know kind of taking a shot it's going to be met with criticism in some form yeah definitely so i mean obviously you know we're we're prepared for it you know there's always people who are going to talk shit whatever it's at, at the end of the day it doesn't it's it's fine yeah because you know it's the thing is is if you make if you make art in any capacity in in a way that's genuine mm-hmm. people people are going to respond to it yeah and you know whether it's positive or negative you know you'll definitely you'll definitely get something in return from it i think definitely you know, whether whether people are going to talk shit or praise you for it that's yeah. that's not for me to decide <laughs> yeah so i mean candy um tours a lot mm-hmm. you would say um Someone. yeah um have you guys gone to europe you have obviously yeah. yep we went once for a gross rock festival in belgium it's like and, one of those big open air festivals. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I'm trying to think of who played that year. I saw. I saw. I saw a bunch of bands that year that I thought were kind of crazy. I saw. I didn't see Jawbreaker, but I watched them sound check when we yeah. got there. So I, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think of like. Uh, King Nine played that year mm-hmm. on our stage. Um. God, who else? I saw I saw Good Riddance and like Sam I Am. Cool. So it was it was band it was American bands that I've never seen in America. <laughs> Fair enough. That's but, cool. But yeah, no, it was it was cool. It was a fun time. And then that that was kind of planned around Outbreak Festival in mm-hmm. uh, Leeds, mm-hmm. which uh, which we played a few days later. Cool. What time frame is that in, like, what years are we talking about? What year are we talking about? This was April of this year. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we're we're going back in February. Who are you touring with? Uh, no warning. Oh, cool. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, I'd asked you to uh, do this interview a while ago, mm-hmm. but uh, you were on tour in November. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> it's fine, but uh, <laughs> tell me about that... You, Tell us who you tell us who you toured with. Uh, well, it was it was actually two tours. Yeah. that kind of ran into each other. The first one was a six week, full U.S. tour with Knox Loose, mm-hmm. Stick to Your Guns, Rotting Out, and yeah. uh, See You Space Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was awesome. I mean, we. Uh, it was definitely the longest tour we've ever done. Yeah. But um, but it it was it was very cool, man. I mean, we. We got to play to a lot of, we got to play to a lot of people who were otherwise probably wouldn't come to our shows. Yeah. So, I don't know if we gained any fans from it, but it mm-hmm. was you know putting our music in front of people who otherwise may yeah. not have heard it. Yeah. Was, was a very cool thing, and we got and we got to play some really really fucking cool shows on that tour. Nice. So, respect to Knox Loose. It's kind of cool how they. I mean, I know. Hardcore kids might not like how they sound and stuff, but those guys support hardcore. I think. I mean, they. they well. I mean, in my opinion, they are a hardcore band. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, and I, I have, you know, I have a lot of respect for yeah. what they've done with their band, the people in the band, and, you know, how they operate. I mean, it's really, it, w- it, w- it was really inspiring to kind of see that, and, you know, see yeah. on tour kind of how they work, and it was, it was really cool. So, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm very grateful they took us out. Awesome. Very cool. Now, who else did you tour with? Oh, uh, that that ended, and we went into four shows with uh, Ghost Main. How did that go over? Man, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <up. laughs> yeah, it was it was it was cool, man. Because I mean, that was that was definitely the package we were on. That was where we were really sort of the. I, I you know I don't really want to say like we were, like we're the oddball because I mean it's yeah. like whereas. You know, our music is, you know, guitar and drum based. I mean, that's not, that's not too far from, you know, mm-hmm. w- like from what they were doing. Yeah. You know, cause he, he plays with the band, you know, and they, you know, he has actual guitar songs. Yeah. I mean, he, he grew up going to hardcore shows, mm-hmm. you know, still, you know, his whole crew is, you know, people who have toured with hardcore bands. Yeah. And... It's it's cool, man. I mean, it was it was really very different from anything we've ever done. Yeah. But I think as far as response goes, that was, you know, that was definitely, that was definitely like some of the coolest shows we've ever played. Cool. Like, notably, when we played Atlanta on that tour, mm-hmm. it was really, really crazy. How many people's like Ghost Main draw? Like, what kind of like what kind of rooms are? Or those shows in um, big rooms. Uh, we did the Webster uh, Webster Hall in yeah. uh, Manhattan. Yeah, that was cool. Um, shit, where else did we play? Stone Pony in New Jersey. Yeah, legendary club. Yeah, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the venue in uh, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, but um, but that was that was a similar sized room. Cool. And then uh, the masquerade in Atlanta, which uh, which was like completely sold out, like both floors. Nice. Yeah, that that sh- that show was insane, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That is cool. So um, so Candy's got a tour coming up. Mm-hmm. Is there something new coming out? Um no. Or did something new just come out? Or yeah yeah we put out a single I want to say. Uh, that went online maybe a week before we started that tour mm-hmm. in, in October. And uh, yeah, that that was cool. That was our first. That was our first release on Relapse. Yeah. In which. In which I mean you know I there's no there's no timeline on it but you know eventually we we will be doing more records with them. That's cool. But yeah, nothing that's really like on the cusp of happening yeah. right now. That's a big label, big ish label. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's cool, man. I mean, you yeah. know, it was uh, it was a logical kind of step forward. In, yeah, definitely. You know, kind of what we wanted to do. Yeah, definitely. That's cool, though. That's really cool that you guys are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 seem psyched on us. They're really really very cool to work with. So, yeah. can't ask for anything better than that. Well, here's a question. So, you guys are all in different cities. Yeah. How do you write songs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it see it seems like a pretty impossible task, but yeah. I think, I think when we divided the band, kind of, 
into you know we all sort of have our own roles yeah in in you know how the band operates mm-hmm. so michael our lead guitar player is the proprietary songwriter mm-hmm. i would say so he write he writes the songs and demos them and then you know when we go into the studio we'll all kind of like workshop them with our own ideas but generally it doesn't stray too far yeah from you know what he wrote because i mean he he is a really really talented songwriter Mm -hmm. so i mean generally generally it's not um i don't know generally it's not an issue i mean he doesn't it's not often that he you know comes to us with something where where we're kind of like eh, we don't like this you know fair enough yeah yeah which 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 i'm which i'm grateful for because not only is it an uncomfortable situation to have yeah. but you know it, it, it can it can get personal if you like get into that territory but yeah but no he's he's got great ideas man cool very cool favorite bands what bands do you like holy shit man that's a like give me give me like five <laughs> bands that you like <laughs> five bands that i like could be oh, present okay. could be past okay um i was listening to the 13th floor elevators on the way here so okay. i so i like them a lot yeah uh i don't know favorite band of all time maybe the misfits i don't know have you seen them since the comeback i have awesome it was it was pretty cool i actually saw them in i saw them in vegas at yeah. a uh, at a fest that we played there mm-hmm. so we 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 were lucky enough to you know just get to see them for free but it was funny because we went uh, we went up into you know one of, like, one of the VIP box seats or whatever, yeah. and it was directly on the side of the stage, so it was maybe the worst sound you could possibly imagine. <laughs> yeah. And so I so I watched them play. You know, they, they come out, they open with "Death Comes Ripping," and I'm like, oh fuck! And then like and then they go into the song, yeah. And I was just instantly like bummed. So I was like, Fuck this, man! This sucks. I was just so sad. Yeah. And so, so Zach says to me, he goes, he goes, ah, he goes, I'm not satisfied. Let's try and like sneak on stage or something. So, <laughs> so, so we, so we go down and you know we we kind of like walk through like the weird like back like maintenance rooms and stuff. Yeah. And eventually we we find like the back of the stage, so we're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So we walk up there and a guy a guy comes up to us. He was like. Like, hey, you can't be here, and we show him our wristbands. But he's still like, ah, oh, you can't be here. But moves us into like front row seats, which, you know, the sound changed dramatically. Yeah, right. and, and it, it became <laughs> it became really fucking cool at that point. Like they sounded awesome. they sounded really cool. But uh, so we, <laughs> so it was a bummer at first, but yeah. it was had everything to do with kind of where we were sitting. Awesome. Which is, which is why a band that like that shouldn't play arenas, but that's a yeah that's a different conversation. Definitely, yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. <laughs> At your advanced age. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would say that. <laughs> advanced. Well, they're older than I am. This kid. So, um, what other bands do you like? What other bands do I yeah. like? I don't know, man. I mean, I I really I really do like. A, a lot of music so it's it's hard to kind of just like pick bands yeah. that I like out of thin air here I'll I'll, I'll look at my Spotify right now I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> what I've been listening to okay heavy rotation uh 
Thrush Hermit from Nova Scotia. The Last from Los Angeles. Uh, The Lemonheads. What else do I got in here? Uh, Shit, I don't know. Craftwork. Nice. (laughs) I'm just trying to find bands to listen to, so keep talking. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I could go through my whole library if you want. No, I don't know. I mean, you know, as as far as far as hardcore and punk go, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I I do listen to a lot of like, you know, eighties, nineties, Japanese mm-hmm. kind of, you know, Burning Spirits hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, current bands that I really like, I like Physique from Olympia, uh, Nosferatu from they're either from Austin or Houston, mm-hmm. but those those two bands probably put out my favorite like hardcore or punk records this year. Mm-hmm. That's good. The Royal Hounds from New York, they're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, local bands, uh, I like Facility Men a lot. Nice. Um, the Elite is pretty cool. Yeah. I actually, actually, they're a re- they became a really fucking good live band. Yeah. Lately, I've I've seen I've seen them the last couple shows they've played. Yeah. They've really they've really leveled up since uh, Eric Elman joined and yeah, kind of whipped them into shape. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, there's there's so much there's so much good stuff happening, especially yeah. especially right now that it's hard to kind of yeah you know wrap my head around it. Cool, cool, cool. So um, let's see, what else do I want to ask you before we? end this up where that we're at an hour right now so that that's a good length holy shit already yeah it's been like an hour <laughs> so um do you have like uh like are there are there goals musically that you're you're still trying to get to you know don't, don't have to be specific about it but um i mean that you haven't reached you don't have to be like tell us what they are but are there things that you still want to do that you maybe haven't done yet? I mean, it's it's hard to say because I still have the desire to, you know, do do better, mm-hmm. you know, musically, and, yeah. you know, kind of kind of up my game a little bit and not not be not be satisfied with the last thing I put out. Mm-hmm. But that but that's not to say that if I never, you know, played another show or did another band that I wouldn't be satisfied or you know fulfilled with what i've already done because i it's it's really i mean you know while i may take it for granted sometimes it really has been a lot and it's consumed so much of my life that and you know i never i never thought that you know when i started playing music it would you know it would you know have this kind of capacity in my life where it's you know kind of most of what I do and what most things I do are like centered around. Yeah. Take it around the world, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, it, 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 can, it can do that. Yeah. It can do that, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool to think about. That's awesome. I think on that note, we will uh, end this episode of the podcast. You awesome. guys. You're good. <laughs> um, Drew, thanks for coming on. And, yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Good luck in all the stuff you're doing out there. Hey, it's really, lot, it's really cool. It's, it's cool that someone from Buffalo, I mean, is doing all these things, you know, not to be too kind of corny, but yeah. it's it's nice when people who you're familiar with are doing like kind of bigger yeah. things. So, Thanks, man. But yeah. hey, any anybody can do it. 
Yeah. Anybody can do it. If I, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Awesome. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man.